0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Our text this day for the baptism of our Lord is the Gospel from Luke chapter 3, especially this portion. When all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dog. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. This is the text. In the name of Jesus, dear friends, the word epiphany means revealing. During the season of epiphany, we consider the various things that God has revealed or shown to his people. And it isn't too hard to figure out what God wants us to see in today's gospel. The heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in bodily form of a dove and a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. Well that ought to get your attention. It's not every day that God opens up the sky and proclaims something to us. It's not every day that the Holy Spirit takes on the form of a dove and flies down to rest on someone. In fact, I think it would be safe to say that this is the only time that all of these things happen together in the entire history of the world. Luke tells us that the crowds wondered if John might just be the Christ. They were ready. All of the prophecies have come true. All that's left at this point is for that long-awaited Christ actually to show up. Maybe, just maybe, he's the one. John's out there by the Jordan saying, no, 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 I'm not him. He is coming. So prepare the way for the Lord. Then one day the Lord himself steps down into the Jordan, tells John, baptize me. After that baptism, the sky opens up, the Holy Spirit comes down and there's this voice. Is that an epiphany or what? The wonderful thing about this epiphany is that we get to see our Lord and Savior beginning His public ministry as He battles to take back what is rightfully His, The heavens may have been opened that day but christ's mission is to open heaven for us god created all things and therefore all things belong to him when he created humanity he said be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. With these words, God established mankind as his stewards over all the creation. He placed Adam and Eve as the Lord and Lady of all they surveyed. Everything was perfect. <clears throat> then the devil spoke with that serpenty voice. Did God really say God had given everything except the fruit of that one tree to Adam and Eve. And yet Satan convinced them that God was holding something back. That he didn't really have their best interests at heart. Satan leveraged that seed of doubt until both Adam and Eve lost confidence in God, ate the forbidden fruit. On that day, the entire universe Changed forever. The relationship between God and man was broken. The relationship between husband and wife was broken. A wave of sin swept through the entire universe like a tidal wave rolling over a small island. Mankind had turned the keys of God's kingdom over to the devil. And ever since then, our enemy and his allies have had their way with us. As we say in the order of baptism, the Word of God teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his well. own. We would be lost forever <clears throat> unless delivered from sin, death, and everlasting condemnation. At Christmas, we celebrate God's action to infiltrate enemy territory and take it back. In the incarnation, God became one of us. He stepped onto the battlefield as a baby in a manger and then grew up to be a man. Now, here at his baptism, God the Father proclaims his intention to all who were at the Jordan that day. We got excited about this epiphany. And rightly so, Jesus is on the move. The people who were there witnessed the inauguration of Christ's public ministry. The one for whom they have waited has arrived. Straight up a band. Break out the fireworks. This is a reason to celebrate. There are other eyes that see that epiphany, too. There are those who have dreaded this day. The servants of the enemy also see this epiphany. The servants of the one whose head is being crushed. For those servants, it's time to go on red alert Christ is about to start his offensive. Although we don't read the account of Jesus' temptation until the Lenten season, it actually takes place right after Jesus' baptism. The Holy Spirit sends Jesus out into the wilderness to do battle with the enemy. and The devil wasted no time in hitting Jesus with every weapon at his disposal. The epistle to the Hebrews says that Jesus is the one who in every respect was tempted as we are, yet without sin. Jesus endured every temptation that the devil and his allies have ever used against any person, in any place, at any time. The devil pulled out all the stocks because he knew that if he could get Jesus to sin just once, that God's plan of salvation would lie in ruins. Yet even though Jesus was tempted just as we are, he was different from us in that he did not sin. Jesus' baptism was the opposite of our baptism. We enter the waters of baptism Covered in sin, and leave those waters covered in God's righteousness. Jesus entered the water covered in righteousness and left the water covered in sin. Your sin and mine. At his baptism, the sinless Son of God begins to carry the burden. Of ours, as Jesus went down into the water, he was the only holy man on the earth. And as he came up out of it, he was the greatest sinner who ever walked the face of the planet. Jesus was a marked man. After his baptism, he was marked as the target of Satan's temptation. He was also marked as the target of God's own wrath. He was marked as the one who would open heaven for all believers. In spite of the fact that Jesus never sinned, he was the target of God's wrath, a wrath so severe that he cried out from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus suffered the original baptism of fire in our place. He fulfilled that word of prophecy spoken by John in order to open heaven for us. Jesus blazed a trail through death that leads to life. He conquered death and rose from the grave. By his triumph, the way to heaven is open. Here, at his baptism, Jesus took our place under the burden of sin. God the Father and God the Holy Spirit acknowledged the sacrifice Jesus made as he took our sin upon himself in order to clothe us with his righteousness. As our substitute, he carried out God's plan perfectly. The mission that Jesus began as baptism was successful. He opened the way to heaven. He offers to join us to himself through our baptism. The Holy Spirit gives us faith to receive that offer. And God, the Father, adopts us into his family in view of that faith. So when the time comes for us to leave this world, the heavens once again will open. The angels will carry us to his side. And we will hear our Father say, You are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased. Thanks be to God, through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.